Welcome to the Comeback Sports Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 7, and we have a returning guest, and we have Mr. Todd. Welcome to the show, Todd. It's great to be back, AJ. I can't say I haven't missed it. Really? That's unfortunate. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some background music. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start changing things up. Every time I start a show, I'm just going to play some random background music. One sec. Yeah, or what? That's what I did last time with Brandon when we started doing background music. You freestyle? Freestyle for about five seconds. Well, you got some bars? That's not Friday, man. I only hit freestyles on Friday. Freestyle Friday. This is a dope beat, though. The bass, the the beat just dropped. I'm not saying it's not. All I'm saying is, if you do your podcast on Fridays, we'll talk about my contract deal of how much each bar costs i don't record on fridays because people don't listen to podcasts on friday nights Fair enough. Fair enough. uh but now that we have the uh introductions out of the way uh what's what's going on with you todd what's new not much man uh you know for people that don't know i'm a college coach for women's soccer so i'm deep into the recruiting season right now so a lot of stuff of just having a lot of meetings with a lot of international players and you know just problem solving issues that i have with my current players so it's really what um, i want to do yeah um yeah we'll dive more into the coaching side of things for sure, sure. uh but i guess let's start off with the first topic so um me and Todd we're mostly going to be talking about nfl stuff and a little bit of his coaching um lifestyle he's going through and then we will also you know just um, uh, shoot the shit and talk about anime since we both like to watch a lot of anime in our free time. Um, so let's start the first topic, Todd. So this relates to Todd's division because he is a disappointed Giants fan. So let's talk about the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. So last night, the Cowboys lost to the Eagles in typical fashion. Um, the Eagles right now have the best record. They have one loss on their resume. Two. Who's the who are the two losses? Colts and Ravens, yeah. Uh, are you sure about that? Let me let me uh, fact check you real quick. Uh, Eagles record twenty-three. They're eight and one. Huh. maybe the Eagle or maybe the Ravens game was a preseason game. Uh, probably the Ravens always win in the preseason. I think they have the record for the longest win streak. In the preseason, really? I'll see. It's like, a, it's a very interesting stat. I'm just trying hard, man. I'm trying too hard. Well, these they're a pretty consistent team. They're also just a good team in general this season. Um, but I digress. But the one loss they had was against the Jets. Uh, they lost to uh, Zach Mil- Zach Milson. That's always like to call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say the Jets. You know, defense is really solid, so I was going to be come down to a close game regardless. But, I mean, otherwise, like, the Eagles have been kind of putting the work to a lot of teams this season. Um, yeah, and they were in the Super Bowl, um, and they lost to the Chiefs. And most teams, like, a recent example I can think of is, like, the L.A. Rams. Like, you know the term Super Bowl hangover? Like, the L.A. Rams – were a good example that after their Super Bowl win, they just haven't really been at that level since then. The Eagles, they're just not like that. Like they're 
I would say they're arguably the same, if not better, than what they were last year, which is hard to believe because that's hard to retain such a kind of a you know mentality and also just a consistency after coming off a Super Bowl loss. Uh, yeah. What do you think are the key difference makers within this team based on what you've seen so far? And I mean, big thing is they just have the right people in the right positions for the most part. I mean, they have a successful O-line that gives, you know, Jalen Hurts plenty of time to make plays. They have, you know, A.J. Brown, who's been phenomenal this season. Plus, like, you know, they have other secondary receivers that, you know, give A.J. Brown the time and space to get where he needs to be. I'd say, honestly, like the only downfall that the Eagles really have this season is their secondary defense. It's terrible. Um, it usually is. I don't know why, but when you put up so many points in a game, like it's hard to beat that team. Like I always say, like the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, and historically, like you don't see a lot of teams go into the playoffs or yet alone the Super Bowl with a shitty defense. Like mm-hmm. you got to have that stability on both sides of the ball to be at that sort of level. And like, it's very interesting. Like Jalen hurts, isn't necessarily playing at the same level. He was last season, at least overall throughout the season. He's had a couple good games. I think he had four TDs the previous game, mm-hmm. um, but against the, uh, the commandos, uh, like it's just crazy to see like Jalen hurts is, isn't, doesn't even hero anymore hero ball this season to really keep this sort of performance for the Eagles. Um, yeah, the old line definitely plays a role. Like, I'm a firm believer of like, if I'm gonna, f- if I owned a team, I would want to f- fix any old line issues or D line issues, just lineman issues in general, because that's the foundation of your entire scheme. Like, you can't throw the ball if you got if you're not being protected, you don't have time in the pocket, or you can't run the ball if you don't have a good old line to 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 pat to a run block. Like, a lot of it comes down to that old line, and that's probably what's doing really well for them, especially when they have a hall a hall of fame center like um um like Kelsey um over there like it all helps and and i've seen their podcast with um travis and jason and then jalen hurts was on the podcast you can easily tell that he has a good kind of like little friendship or little connection with his center which is which is on jason yeah and you need that in sports like you know you want to be close to the players you're playing with all the time i mean it's just they just have such a good team and like you know that's the problem is like i mean it's not a problem but if you don't have to worry about a superstar being a superstar because everybody else is doing their job, then that's what shows like a true team. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so is it pretty much safe to say that the Eagles are going to run away with the division then? I don't know about run away. I mean, I see them winning the division, but, you know, they still got to play the Cowboys again. I will say, that, you know, against – I almost call them the Redskins, but the Commanders and the Giants, it should be easy dubs for them, especially the Giants. You talked about offensive line. That's an issue we've had for the last fucking five years. So I I think it's a great idea of kind of basing it. I mean, that's how you base your offense around of just getting mm-hmm. a good offensive line. But I was kind yeah. of surprised how close uh, the Commanders were with the Eagles, to be honest, the first one. Oh, yeah, that's true. And like, if I remember correctly, um, didn't uh Daniel Jones suffer an ACL injury this week? 
I didn't, AC, I don't know if it was confirmed ACL. I know he's out for a while, but if it's, it might be an ACL. It's a good question. Let me look out here and look at my my sources here. Uh, significant knee injury. Giants QB Daniel Jones out for season with a torn ACL after loss to Raiders. Thanks. Yeah, well, that's not going to really matter much for us. We're already on the down slope of being shit, so... Hey man, you can tank for some some good picks coming up. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've all, I've lost all hope. I just I'm done with it. Unless our first like five draft picks are offensive line, I don't give a shit. We're gonna yeah. overpay our QB, who's I'm not even gonna hate on him, man, because I think generally he's a good guy. He just gets shit on every game. You just you, you talk like you hang out with him every other weekend. <laughs> I do, man. That's I hang out with my stepbrother Will Levis and my boy Daniel Jones. They're homies. So stepbrother Will Levis, where that come from? I that's my stepbrother, man. People say I look like him. So oh, was, first first people say it like Trevor Trevor Wallace. Now they say it like Will Levis. Yeah, we got we both got the fat necks, man. I'm telling you, pull up a picture of him, put a side by side. That's my brother. Of which one, Will Levis or uh, Will Levis. Wallace? I think I look more like Will. Levis. All right, all right. I mean, I'll do it right now because the cool thing about the streaming thing is I can do like screen shares. So okay, Will Levis. Uh, okay, well, this picture kind of looks like you. Okay, uh, I'm gonna share my screen. Uh, let's, uh, let's 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 zoom in on this image. And before I do that, okay, open image and new link. Oh, this is okay. And share. I feel like I'm like in a Zoom meeting with at work. All right, can everyone see my screen? <laughs> yeah, I always say that. I had to run a meeting the other day, and I was nervous as shit. I don't know why, but uh, I'm I'm always nervous for meetings. I don't even know why. I'm just an anxious person. Okay. Uh, how about you try to mimic that pose real quick? <laughs> I don't know if I can. Just flex your arms really well. I can see it. I, I can honestly see it now. You have like the same sort of hairstyle. Just he's obviously like 50 pounds heavier than you. For now, little bro, little bro's got some time on me, but we'll get there. Well, I guess you are older than him. Like but I he said, looks older than you, though. Little bro hit the weights earlier than me. He's one of the lucky guys that didn't get his growth stunted. When did you start lifting weights? Like, what was a time where you thought, like, okay, I can definitely hit the hit the LBs like, now? Actually, lifting weights or like just casually lifting weights? Let's just say casually, because I want to know what the earliest it was for you. I feel like high school they kind of made us lift weights now. Yeah, especially if you're in a sport. Honestly, man, I don't think it was till like junior year, but I could be wrong. I started lifting weights in my basement. When I was uh, eighth grade, I was four, I was fourteen. That's, um, that's and you, you know why I started lifting weights in eighth grade? You didn't know it shrank your ween. No, because I was getting because I had a bully. I wanted to be I wanted to build my confidence up. So I said, I mean, if I hit the gym, lift some um, weights, hit the bench press, I can, you know, scare them off. How'd that work out for you? Well, turns out, like all bullies, like. They're all talk. They're all talk until you c it comes up to where it can actually fight. He never tried to fight me. 
So, so you tell me you threw hands on him or what? I didn't have to do anything, honestly. I mean, it's like I'm tired of you. Stop picking on. It, me. it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily like, all right, I'm super strong now. I'm gonna kick your ass. It was like. I lifted some weights. I got a little confidence. So I started clapping back at him, you know, like use my brains. So your brain is actually a lot bigger than your muscles. So like the weights Especially help build my confidence that. so I can get some, so I can get some witty comebacks at him. And then I don't know, eventually I never, I didn't see him in high school. So I honestly didn't have to really, I really didn't need to lift weights. I just thought I had to, cause you know, I thought I was like in a Rocky movie or something. <laughs> Hey, be careful, man. I could get copyrighted for you singing that song. I didn't sing it. I just. Yeah, you are. I didn't sing anything. Also, I've never seen a Rocky movie, fun fact. Um, I was named after a Rocky character. Adrian. Just case, I was named after my dad. Um, But I digress. But yeah, my pin in the Eagles, they're probably going to have a rougher final stretch of the season because, like, looking at the remainder of their schedule over here, we have Chiefs being next the next matchup, uh, and that's not good. Yeah, I think the Chiefs will win too, especially with Travis Kelsey having such an off week. He probably want to make a big statement by balling out against the team that he kicked that he beat last last year, the Super Bowl. Um, but yes, they have, the, they have the Chiefs coming up. They have the Bills, the the 49ers, and then they got to play the Cowboys again at the Cowboys. And then the Seahawks, the Seahawks are not bad. Like they're, they're they sure they lost to the Ravens on Sunday, but overall, like they're not an easy win. Oh, they didn't lose to the Ravens. They got their ass kicked by the Ravens. Don't tell my brother all that. He was pretty upset. Dude, they did. They scored three, what, three points? Yeah. And they got 34 dropped on their head. Wasn't it like three to 34? Probably. Man. Um, low key, I liked it because I had the Ravens defense on my fantasy lineup. But yeah, nice. in summary, they have, a, they have a tough stretch coming up. But the final stretch is actually not being that bad because the last three weeks, they're playing the Giants twice and the Cardinals. So that's... We probably going to be easy wins for them. I don't know, man. I want to sleep on the G men. The G men. <laughs> we hungry. Who you hungry out here? I should have worn my. I, this here. is what I could see happening: is like they're going to rest their starters on one of those Giants matchups, and they'll t- they'll take a loss like the Packers did a few years ago. I will still lose. It doesn't matter. I'm yeah, just so I can see, down. I see the Eagles. I see the Eagles finishing with three losses. Okay, yeah. I'd say it's probably probably be up there. We're tanking for Caleb. Are you sure? Have you seen him play? He's uh he's been struggling a little bit. Ah, uh, I, I haven't seen him play recently. You don't watch college football, so you don't really. Watch the Hawks. Watch the Hawks. Oh brother, you're one of those delusional Hawkeye fans. But that I save that talk for tomorrow when I when I'm on Brandon's show. Yeah, you can talk about your great Cyclones during show as well cycles aren't bad actually um they beat but, the hawks no they didn't beat them uh, but the hawks are also a shitty team too so they're both shitty it's hard to say it's one team shitty when they lose that's all i'm saying typical hawkeye fan talk about the hawks because he doesn't even go to the school 
I don't need to go to school, man. I live in Iowa, and I picked one of two sides, the right side. There's actually four sides. You could, you could have picked you and I and Drake. No, oh, bro, don't do that. <laughs> that doesn't even needs to be in the discussion. You didn't even pick your own school. You picked the Hawkeyes over over your own school, man. Bro, my own school is a D3 college. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the school you coach at. It doesn't even have a football team. What do you mean? You can start a football team. They used to have one actually like three years ago. They disbanded mm. it. Football's expensive, bro. Yeah. They probably play the Hawkeyes because the Hawkeyes love to play cupcake teams at the beginning of the season. I want to play Iowa Western. <laughs> uh, let's move on. So let's talk about a topic that me and Todd literally topple every day. Fantasy football. Is your fantasy team trash like ours? Probably. Todd, what's your record in fantasy right now? Which team? Uh, the one that we're in together. So your worst team. One and seven. All right. Strong I one am... and seven, though. Strong one and seven. I get hoed. I promise. Strong. Oh, he's always getting hoed. I'm three and five right now, but it's probably going to be three and six after tonight. Tonight. I I'm hoping that Garrett Wilson trips, stubs his toe on a, a fridge, kicks the tr- dusty trail. I don't know. I need Garrett Wilson to sit this one out today, and I get my record up to two and whatever. Seven. That'd be great for you, man. Um, but that doesn't matter for me because uh, I already lost regardless of what happens tonight. Make a bold uh, prediction, bro, that you're going to be in last by the end of the season. Who's going to be second to last? Either me or Papa Loose. You're about to lose to Papa Loose tonight, too. No, dude. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I, I like the optimism. But let's start with fantasy. Todd, in your in your honest opinion, why do you think you're one in seven besides you got hoed, as you say? My injuries is what put me at one in seven. So first week, we're in a half PPR league. Team scores 126 points. I have Austin Eckler. I got Aaron Jones. And I had some other running back. But I had a lot of good – I got a lot of good players, a lot of players that are in the top, like, 20 this season. But, you know, I have Debo Samuel, who's been out for a while, supposed to be a top-tier player. Aaron Jones, his hamstring, he finally bounced back yesterday. I traded Eckler away to get Josh Jacobs, who decided to finally start playing. It's just been a lot of movement on my team. And mm-hmm. I think a big thing comes down to is my bench wasn't deep. So – when my players were playing like shit, I didn't really have options to, you know, sub them out. So same squad just rolling every week of not doing anything. Yeah. My issue with my team is they have high ceilings, but very low floors. So mm-hmm. there's never really consistency with mine. Cause you know, my second pick, I took in, I took Jameer Gibbs, which is a very risky pick considering he's a, he was a, he's a rookie um, straight out of Alabama. And for a good stretch, he wasn't doing anything. And then the the Detroit Lions remembered that, oh, yeah, he can catch. And then he has some some good games. But it's always been a flip of a coin with him. It's either I get five points or I get, like, ten-plus points. Oh, and then I'm when we started Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey is actually my, most, my second most consistent player. However, I'm losing this week because he only got me two-and-a-half points, which I find that very surprising considering he's a top target for Mahomes. And they were, and they, 
put a they had a good number of points on on Miami on Sunday morning. But my most consistent player is actually my defense, which is the rate the Baltimore Ravens. They average ten and a half points every week for me. It's pretty good, honestly. Yeah. I I hate like going through the waivers trying to figure out who's gonna do well. I I'd say ninety percent of the time I picked the wrong damn team defensively. I finally got one this week that did well. But 90%, that's what cost me a lot of my points. I will say, man, like for your team especially, I think where you kind of made a mistake is you don't really have like all right, Jameer Gibbs you talked about. But when Montgomery comes back, man, he's probably going to be back to that irrelevant stage. But I don't know. I think running backs are super important to like pick up at least two like solid ones that are going to consistently get you like 10 plus points a week. Yeah, um, yeah, I did think about that, um, but Montgomery doesn't really catch in the backfield though, so I can hope on that for Jameer Gibbs to be somewhat useful. Oh, look, it's Ethan in the background. How about that, um, Seahawks, baby? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm recording. Uh, poor kiddos want to do their bounce house, but I'm recording right now. I can't wait. Leave it to Uncle AJ to ruin the fun. It's nothing new, man. Nothing new. Um, if I were to redo my draft, my first pick was Travis Kelsey, which isn't a bad pick considering he is the number one tight end. However, we're in a league where if you have no running backs, you're kind of screwed. Like sure, I used two and three to get running backs, but I honestly could have got one used one and two to get running backs. For receivers, oh those that's easy money, man. You can find receivers on waivers, no problem. But running backs, they're very scarce. And that is a that is something that needs to be fulfilled in the earlier rounds for sure. Yeah, we're in a sweaty league too, so like the waivers are always picked over. I always unless it's like Unless I can get Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, I'm picking a running back first no matter what. Unless yeah. CMC's there. If CMC – but if I get one of the early picks, I would have picked personally Eckler, not knowing that he was going to get hurt, or CMC. And then if I was, like, in the middle of, like, five to six, that's where I'd pick that Jefferson-Jamar Chase kind of balance. Yeah. Out. I had the fifth overall pick, and it was a little tough for me to determine if I wanted to take a running back or a receiver. So I met, so I just took a tight end. And honestly, Kelsey's not a bad. He's not a bad pick. I think a lot of guys in your shoes probably would have. I probably would have saved it if I was like the maybe seventh or eighth pick, just because those running backs, the elite running backs, at least they go by really fast. Like, oh yeah, there's only like maybe five that are considered elite, but you can find yeah. 10 that are considered elite for wide receiver. Yeah. I'm with you there. Some guys come out of nowhere too. Just oh yeah. Like lucky. the dude from like, Baltimore, man, he's got six touchdowns in three games. Oh, uh, Gus, Gus Oh, Gus. Yeah. Shit. I forgot about Gus. Yeah. And then don't get me started. Drake London, man. That man is so – He Drake London reminds me of when I was fixated on – um, who was it? 
Oh shoot, he plays for the 49ers. Uh, can you just start naming random 49er receivers? Brandon Ayuk. Yes, that's who. That's the Drake London situation reminds me of that because I remember researching for for like who who are some sleepers in the 2019 draft, and Brandon Ayuk was talked about so much. I was like, oh okay, I'll I'll take him, and then he never popped off until I stopped. I gave up on him. But then, like, every time I bench Drake London, he just goes off all of a sudden. Every time I put him in, he just doesn't want to work. Tell you what, man. I had Drake London last year. I hated him, so I told myself I'm never picking him up again. And honestly, I looked at his stats on his team. He's not doing that bad, but he's not. Yeah. He, he's very inconsistent. And Yeah, he's also out right now. Yeah, and he's on the Falcons, and they don't really have, like – I mean, he's supposed to be the guy because – they don't really have anybody else for the most part. Um, they're who's their tight end again? Uh, Al Pitts. Yeah, he was supposed to be good. He's non-existent. So they got Jahono yeah. Jahono Smith as well. So Jahan, I don't even know how to say that dude's name. I think it's just Jono Smith. Jono Smith. Um, yeah, but thankfully I got Tank Dell. I just need to be a little bit more consistent. But after what we saw with CJ Stroud, I feel like Tank Tank Dell doesn't get a lot more attention. So I'm gonna put him in my starting lineup more often. Yeah, he's just, he's another one of those guys that boomer, but like you said, high ceiling, really low floor. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's transition over to soccer now. So as mentioned. Well, Foosball. Football. Foosball is what they call it. Football. As mentioned, Todd is a foosball coach for a community college in Iowa. Let's talk about that, Todd. So this is your first season at your new school, which is called Nyack. Tell, tell me about it. What have you liked? What have you disliked? And what do you look forward to in the future? Well, what I like a lot is support. The school is a full sports fledged program other than American football. So they're very supportive of all the sports and they're really looking to create outside of middle of the pack mentality teams. So the school has a history of staying kind of in the middle of the conference, but their goals are to, you know, get into the top three in the conference. So they're really trying to bring in new faces and new perspectives to kind of get them to that outset. I mean, they're giving us the tools. I will say a huge thing that I love about it is the international side of things. So here at NIAC, especially with, you know, soccer, we recruit a lot of international players on the men and women's side. And it just brings so much, so many different styles of play, brings so many new outlets. And the thing about these international kids is not only are they great kids or they're not even kids, great people, they just love the sport so much that they're willing to grind and die for it. So it's just something where you just create a competitive environment around it. Oh yeah, that is neat. And I remember when I came to visit you, um, I like the sense of community I saw at this very tiny school. Like there's what, a couple thousand, maybe a little less. Um, We got 4k. 4k. And I went with Todd to uh, go to some, a volleyball game. Yeah, and everyone everyone really knows each other too, and so there's like that sense of community that I sense when I was um visiting with him. It's almost like 
I was in a high school in a way, not by the size of it, but just like how like familiar everybody is with each other. Said prom king 2023. You're, you're the prom king of 2023. <laughs> nah, I was playing, but yeah, no, it's it's great. It's it's that's the thing about you know a smaller school too is hopefully you know working alongside with not just athletes but other coaches as well that you try to build a community with them to where you know you help each other out to be successful. Yeah, because like sure, like you're playing in a school that's smaller, but it doesn't mean that's the end goal. Like you can develop your skills or your athleticism to get to the next level because you know you see people transfer. So like some of these players, like they may want to, okay, I'm at this community college, but then maybe next I can play at a division two school or something or, or mm-hmm. run at a division one school, which I know Iowa state has recruited a couple of division, um, community college, um, runners, especially at like North central, um, no, uh, Iowa central, um, cause there's some good talent there for cross country when I was in college. So it's like, it's neat that like you, you can start there and you grind your way and you can get to some sort of next level. Yeah. And we've had success with girls going from this school, division one, division two. Um, the big thing about it is it's usually those international players for the most part. And they bring a lot of talent coming forward. A big reason why they picked Juco first is it's just a lot cheaper to start here. And the great thing about our conference, you mentioned Iowa Central because they're a part of it, Iowa Western, is we're part of like one of the best JUCOs conferences in the nation. So we have a lot of talent in a lot of different sports. So we get looked at by a lot of bigger schools usually, which is great for the kids because I know a lot of them have dreams to aspire being like a college athlete outside of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- those small schools, you, you can't really look down on them because, like, do you remember that show, um, Last Once Chance You? Yeah, I was yeah. I was central in that show actually. Oh, exactly. Like, um, so they focus on the main school, but you'll notice like a couple like Iowa schools that are in that football conference, mm-hmm. in that school's football conference. Like, there's there's guys that you see like they either go from D one back to community college back to go from d1 to community college or they go community college to d1 um a recent example not a recent but a a familiar example is two guys um cam newton cam newton started at florida he left florida played community college and then went to auburn and then the rest is history he won the heisman and he became an nfl um quarterback even stetson bennett stetson bennett went from georgia didn't really play, went to community college, and then went back to Georgia. He won two national titles. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody has a different path in terms of what they want to do with their, um, you know, their uh, um, their athletics. And so that's the beauty of the sport, really, is that, like, especially international students where they can go to the smaller schools, save money, and then they just go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I will say coaching the women's side is – it's, it's fun. It's interesting for the most part. I will oh, say yeah, it's the only team I've had that hasn't really had any drama for the most part. So that was very surprising. I I love it, but it, you know, you're like, oh, I kind of wish for a little bit of drama it makes things kind of exciting, but I'll definitely take no headaches. That's always nice. Um, yeah. Sorry. I had to like text my sister to take the pot pie out of the oven. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Send some my way. 
Dude, it's like five pounds, dude. It's huge. Five pounds? It's like it's huge, bro. And it's only like 23 bucks for five pounds of food. That's from your little Costco. Costco, man. The beauty of it. Oh, thank you. Uh the pot pie secured. Um, dude, man, dude, if if I was like Steve Martin and you know, like cheaper by the dozen, I'd be going to Costco every day, dude, to oh, feed all yeah. those kids. Um, or go to Taco Bell. That'd be pretty cheap. No, dude, none of that stuff's cheap anymore. I swear. I went there the other day and I spent like thirteen thirty three for two five layer burritos and a soft shell taco and a Baja mm. box. Like the Baja Blast is what got you, man. That's that's not cheap. Oh man, I just remember when five layer burritos used to be cheap, and they're so small now. They're so small. Like I remember at high school, man, I'd get it, it'd be this giant burrito and i'd love it every second of it i didn't get on the taco bell train until college and i left the train after college um i don't know taco bell was only good to me when i was like drunk and you know like in our town when you go to taco bell it's an adventure you go in this line at like two in the morning and it's a long line at this taco bell with nothing else open around it and like once you're in that line, you're stuck in that line. You can't leave. You gotta commit to this. That was the good old days, man. You'll see some shit. Like some people bump into each other and they'll get mad. Some people's cars will break down and they're stuck. Uh, it, it was it was the beauty of it at the end of the journey. It ain't like that anymore, buddy. They close at like midnight now. They talk about live moss, but they don't want to live moss anymore. All right, let's let's keep on going. Let's see what else I have on the agenda. There was a couple new segments I wanted to test with you. Sure, man. Uh, oh yes, yes. This is something I want to try. So, Todd, we're gonna we're let's let's transition back to to American football, gridiron football, and I'm gonna share my screen and I'll explain what this is. All right. So I created this uh, little mini game for my for my podcast guests, and it's the draft your team segment. I'm going to zoom in a little bit so you can see better. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I created this Excel spreadsheet on Google Sheets to where this thing will randomly generate a team, and you and I will go take a turns of like, okay, if it's the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to take this player and put him in this position spot. And then we just keep doing until we have a full lineup. Okay. No, I like that. That's fun. Okay. So uh, let's uh, randomize this and see what's going to happen first. It's kind of tricky. Have to we like- have the same people or is it first come first serve? Well, since you're the guest, you can pick, you make the first pick of the team. I make the second pick of the team. And then we okay. alternate each round. Okay. So for, you go first, and we have the New England Patriots. Oops. Oh, yeah, the New England. Uh, sorry, Buffalo Bills. We we'll do Buffalo Bills. What position Buffalo are Bills? you taking? Yes. I mean, I gotta pick Stephon Diggs, man. Ah, oh, wait. Oh, not. Nah, you know what? I'm picking Josh Allen. I'm being safe on this one. I'm picking Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I can get a. I can get just as good of a receiver. Not just, but I mean Stephon. Okay, then I'm gonna take. I'm taking Stefan. 
Let's see. One second. I got to. It's who I wanted, but I might. I feel like the quarterbacks will come up tough later. Okay. Next round is the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to adjust this real quick. So I go first. For Cincinnati Bengals. Um, hmm. Oh, that's easy. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Interesting. Uh, that that uh, you're gonna take Jamar Chase. I take T Higgins. Okay. Let's see. T Higgins. All right, I'll add that to the list. Okay, now we have the Los LA Rams. Who are you taking for your pick? Are we saying like the Rams as of right now, or yes. if everybody's healthy? Oh, um, as of right now, I'll take Cooper Cup. Okay, I know he's kind of a little streaky right now, but I. I Feel like by the end of the season he's gonna have it figured out. All right, I'm taking Puka Nakua. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I'm not sure how to spell his name. Is it N U C C A? Just put Puka, bro. Okay. All right, now we have the Cleveland Browns. I get to go first. I'm taking their defense. That's a good call. <laughs> That's a good call, man. Oh, gosh. I guess. You can't skip either. I messed up. I'm going to take hmm, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper? It's not a bad pick. It was... If you didn't, if you didn't take the defense, bro, that was the only. I didn't want to pick Jerome Ford, and I didn't want to pick the other uh, Kareem Hunt, and I definitely didn't want to pick Ninjoku because he's been pissing me off. Hmm. I like your okay. list of receivers better. Okay, uh, you get the first pick for the Jets. Who you take? Oh, give me that defense all day, baby! <laughs> Number one defense in the league. All right. Mm. All right. I'm going to take hmm, definitely not their O line. Oh, uh, Brees Hall. That's tough, dude. He's killing it, too. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to lose out on one of the best defenses in the league. I was going to pick Hall, but. Oh yeah, dude. Sauce Gardner is, is legit, bro. I like I like watching him play. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get the first pick, and we have the Denver Broncos. Jeez. Oh gosh. I yeah, really want to wait. Because I feel like I might get lucky with a better quarterback, though, but at the same time, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who's the tight end for the Broncos? Noah Fant? 
No, he's no. he's with this. He's with Seattle now. I don't even know who the Titan is. To be honest with you, nobody. Really uh, gosh. Mm. I think I'm gonna take the O line. Not bad. Oh, that's tough, man. Javante's not bad. Javante's not bad, but I might get screwed. You know what? I'll take Javante Williams. I think we're okay there. Javante Williams? He's he's doing a lot better. He's actually good. He's just on a bad team. Now, if I have a team like this, depending on the old line I get, could be a good player. You get he's the first pick, right? He changes the ball. Oh, you get the Bengals? Okay. Again? Oh, we already did the Bengals. Let yeah, try skip that. Skip that. We already did the Bengals. Okay, Colts. That's me, yeah? Yeah. I think this is an easy one. You know who I'm picking? Come on. Your boy. You know who yeah, I'm picking? Yeah. I stole yeah. him from you. Come on. Yeah, you did. Um, Jonathan Taylor, the truth. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. God, I... Oh man, this is, this is kind of where it screws me over. <laughs> That's why I said, dude, I gotta get a QB because. Uh, who's the tight end for the Colts? Great question. <laughs> uh. Who, who is it? Nakeen Hines? Is that no. who's for the running back? No, Zach Moss actually. So that's actually not bad. Zach Moss. I'll do Zach. I'll do Zach Moss. Jonathan Taylor's gonna take over, but Zach Moss gets a lot of third down. That's why I was kind of like, I should have picked Joe Mixon. I should have picked Joe Mixon. I that's I regret that decision. All right. Hundred percent. New York Jets again. This this really is randomized. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm waiting for that guy for quarterback. I'm really waiting for. Give okay. me that old. Give me that old line. That's a decent old line. Give me that old line. Oh, you get the pick. No, I get the pick. It don't matter. Yeah, you do get a pick. It's your pick. But have fun. I'll take the tight end. Whoever's the tight end? Who is it? Further for it starts with an F. It's Pat. What's his face? Pat further something. I can't spell it, so um oh shit, I already fucked up. One sec. Okay. Uh Pat. And you're taking the O line. Yeah. That's a decent O line. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna be pissed off if it's like the Eagles or something next. Dude, if it, I get the oh my god. Wait. Will you get the pick first? Yeah, I get first pick, but I'm not going to play fucking Eagles tight end as my quarter. I'm not going to say my tight ends, Jalen Hurts. Good. Oh, all right. You, Next. You're going to. Who are you taking? Fuck. Oh, I have to pick their tight end, bro. That's the only spot I got left. There's two of them that, that are relevant, right? Mm, 
No, because you have Jake. Dalton. You got Jake Ferguson, right? Jake Ferguson still the Cowboys. Yeah. Or Dalton Schultz. No, Schultz is on the. He's on the freaking Houston now. He killed it uh, yesterday. That's right. Absolutely killed it yesterday. That's why I was, I was hoping we got Houston because that's who I was going to pick. Yeah, I got to take Ferguson, I guess. And I like got, Jake Ferguson. He's a Wisconsin Jackie boy. No, I was going to take Trey Lance. Uh, I spell Ferguson. Great question. Oh, I, I, I got it. Wait one sec. I messed up, dude. I should have took. I should have took. Joe Mixon. And then I would have used my receiver. I don't know, man. It's tough. That's tough for sure. I don't like Amari Cooper. That's where I'm. All right. So we have our final lineup. Who's winning this game? Are you I do like the, I do like Josh. I do like your quarterback and your receivers. That's that's pretty. That's a pretty good lineup. I don't know, man. If I if I had to go fantasy perspective, I think I'd take your team. I don't know how I feel about Denver's O line, but your defense. We both have good defenses. I'm not gonna take away from that. Tight end wise, I'd say it's pretty even. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to edge out Zach Moss, but I think Brees Hall is better than Javante. I think Puka is probably better than Amari Cooper just because they can't figure it out offensively over there. Jamar Chase, in my opinion, of how it's going to go later is probably a little bit better than Cup. Depending on you know how it goes, and then Stefan's better than T. Higgins, and then I think Josh is better than. I think overall, dude, I'd I'd probably take your team. Um, it depends how close it is at the end. If it's a close game, I'm not trusting Dak to finish it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. I guess like it could be a whole. And that's the thing is like it's a whole different team just because of how these guys are playing on their teams doesn't mean like you know with a different O line, a different defense, different quarterback. Different running back options. But mm-hmm. I, I like Zach Moss as your RB too because he's the type of guy that's gonna put that shit in the end zone. On that's true. Third and goal, you know. Right. Where Javante oh. is more of a pat but Jonathan Taylor and Javante play similar, so it's just, you know. Oh shit. It's like I don't want people to zoom in that close to my face. That's well, this I was fun. Play. Yeah, for sure. It's a nice little segment. I was watching, I think, like CB Sports or something, mm-hmm. and I noticed they did something like this with their with their sports um, commentators and personalities. Like, oh, I could do this for my show. It's pretty easy. Yeah, just no. had to just had to get the list populated and then just use like the random function, so mm-hmm. it would just populate every time I change to sell. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right, now that the sports topics out of the way, we can finish off with one more topic, and it is anime so let's start with some shows that people should be watching um i got a couple on the list and todd you can jump in if you have any thoughts on these shows uh the first thing that comes to mind in terms of animes to be watching if you're looking for something that is mm, kind of more lighthearted, 
you know, not so much like action pack in your face shown in anime. I recommend the new season of Spy Family. That's a nice little heart. That's a new, it's a, like a wholesome show. I watch it with my niece sometimes. I have my, I have my nine-year-old niece and we both like to watch it when we're hanging out. Um, so that's a good show. If you're looking for more of like fantasy aspect, I'm going to go with the new season of Goblin Slayer. I mean, Todd actually showed me Goblin Slayer. <laughs> he just said, Maybe watch the first, first just watch the first episode. I'm like, sure. And I was appalled. I was like, oh my God, what on AJ earth? AJ saw it. He's like, this is my type of show. This is exactly what I was looking for. Uh, but no, like Goblin Slayer, it's cool. If you get past the first two episodes, the rest is just like, it reminds me of like playing like World of Warcraft or Dungeons and Dragons. So it has like that fantasy aspect um, with like medieval times shit. Um, another show that I've been watching. Oh, yeah, of course. I can't forget this show. Um, the, the new season of Jujutsu Kaisen. I'll admit the first half of this season has been very boring and slow, but that's just them building context of what the future plot lines are. There's a lot of like flashbacks. But it comes into play when you get when they progress the story, so I understand why it was a little slow at first. Um, definitely recommend that. Um, and then one more recommendation, I would say is one of my personal favorites. It's a it gets hate on, but I really like watching it. Is Tokyo Revengers? Like the the main character is very stupid. But the fighting is pretty good, and the side characters are just more interesting to make up for the lack of how interesting the main character is. I know it's kind of weird when I say it like that, but I don't know. I just think it's a good, it's a good like fighting anime uh, if you just don't put all your attention on the main character. Uh, how about you, Todd? What do you got? I'll be honest, man. Like I haven't really been watching anime lately. I only show I've touched is Zom 100 at the moment and i thought that one was pretty i watched like half the season so far and i liked it don't get me wrong i think it's a good show i just you know i just got done with soccer which episode you stop at i think i'm on seven right now what happens uh they're heading back to the main character's home village they got stopped by his old boss and recruited to work there on the way there so oh my god of, i hate that dude so much dude he's just so loud and annoying <laughs> um i mean so if i'm a terrible human being yeah that's a good guy he's a good guy he knows how to get shit done i like his friend I like the main character's friend. Mm, yeah. It's call, his college I you, friend. I bet you do because he's naked half the time, bro. <laughs> it's so uh, random. You just be naked for no reason. Yeah. Nah, he's fun. I mean, you know, if I'm going to recommend a show, you know, I'm going to recommend anybody watching that needs to get into something that's absolutely octane gas, that no stop, all gas is my favorite show in the world, Attack on Titan. I just finished the show finally. I haven't watched the last episode yet, but I will you say... Didn't finish it then. Huh? Then you didn't finish it then. I'm saving it. It's like eating the last piece of chocolate. You don't usually eat it the first time you see it. Did I will say, say chocolate? Though, <laughs> chocolate! <laughs> uh, 
I will say too, like if you're not really into anime and you're thinking about maybe starting it, I think a good starter one, depending on like how high you want to set your expectations, is Death Note. Even people that don't like anime, Death Note's a great show as far as you know, it's only like 35 episodes, great drama. Um, it's not really like weird. Some people think anime is weird, but it's just something where you're always wondering what happens next. And now if you if you want to set your bar high, that's a good one to start on. Now, if you want to start low and work your way high, I think Sword Art Online is like a beginner anime for everybody. And it's something where it's a little bit longer, but and there's like freaking five different variances. I'll be honest, I've only seen two of them. But it sets the tone of like, okay, this is what anime is like and what I really want to get into. Because I feel like if you start high, yeah. then you're like everything should be like which is not. Yeah, um, I never watched it per se, but I know guys like my friend Evan. He was never into anime, but he really liked that show, and he watched it with his girlfriend. Yeah, it's it's a good starter one, man. It really just like takes you out of reality. It's like one of those where you're like you kind of fantasize about. Okay, like especially if you're a gamer, like if you ever played video games, you ever like were into games, like. It basically puts you like for example like world of warcraft like it puts you into the world if i was physically there myself like because it's about like a guy and the society of like how people game is like the vr stuff and but so and then like you got a lot it's kind of like that spy kids movie spy kids 3 if all the people oh, are yeah. watching where those guys went into the video games and they got locked in the video games. And if you actually die in the game, then you're actually dead. So. Yeah. That's, that's what Goblet Slayer is like to me. Or it, it's except it's, it's not like you go into a game. It's just, that's just the reality. The, the real world is the game. Yeah. Um, um, one, one in terms of like non like drama or not drama, but non like fighting animes. There's two that I recommend, like, two sports animes me and todd have watched this show um haiku that's a good volleyball anime um the one thing i don't like about haiku is like it takes like five episodes just to go through one match sometimes it's so dragged out yeah i, if, I mean if you're watching a real volleyball game it's not that slow in real life um but another one i really liked was blue lock i think i showed you blue lock todd i don't think you finished it I never that soccer. Oh gosh, it's a soccer anime. And you showed me a I different really... one. Oh yeah, that one was that one was good, but it's not as good as Blue Lock though. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Blue Lock. I might have to watch it. I was really big into Haiku for a bit, um, just because it was so motivated. Like anybody that's ever played like sports, like college sports, high school sports, like it just kind of gives you like. It, it lets you reminisce on those days You're like damn i kind of miss playing at a competitive level the music's yeah. fire so that always helps oh yeah for sure oh yeah if you don't like any of those animes you can always watch boruto that's a great fuck out of here <laughs> i will say naruto i'd be watching all these reels about naruto i was like i miss like if if I could erase my mind and rewatch one show, I think it would be Naruto Shippuden. Even though Attack is my favorite show ever, like I just 
it was one of my first animes and it was it was a great ride all all the way around even with all the filler and bullshit it was still great yeah i agree like naruto kind of i always watch anime but when i first watched anime i didn't know what anime was i just thought it was oh i'm watching cartoons like growing up watching like dragon ball on like toonami or cartoon network but like naruto was like my first like anime i was actively watching and following because like i would watch the new episodes every week when the english dub came out on cartoon network and i would get like i'd bought the books too i literally had all of part one and and the, the novelizations of it i had like 17 there were 17 volumes and i had it in my bookshelf and i also had like the the collector's magazines like that's that was like my first anime i really was like following religiously at the time and then i would even find i'd read the manga online that's how i found out that you can read shit online when it's not in america yeah like i'd read the japanese the japanese uh manga and then someone would translate it illegally and i just i i remember it was like every two weeks on this website i'd read a new naruto a chapter and then i'd and then i'd wait for the anime to catch up and then sometimes i'd wait for the dub to catch up to the anime so it's like i'm, I'm like reading i'm like following the same story three times so i can never get bored now the real question is who's your favorite character in the in the show of the entire show oh that'd be jiraiya followed by gara gara huh oh yeah he's a very interesting character especially you you looking from part one all the way to into shippuden he's the most character development in my opinion that's no i mean that's fair that's fair and then jiraiya he's just always he's one of the most powerful shinobi and he's also just pure comic relief so you can you see him when he's serious, you see him when he's lighthearted. So that's you, there's lots of layers to him, which is why I like. Nah, he's a great character. And he Definitely. trains like the he trains like the greatest characters on the show. Like he trained Minato, he trained Naruto, he trained he's... the um um Yahiko. Um I think, I think it's Yahiko. Yeah, he trained the six pats of pain. Like he's, all not, those... he's definitely in my top three for sure. I think I don't want to. I never used to be this way, but I just realized how sick of a character he is. But he would piss me off all the time when I was current when I was watching the show and not knowing what happens. But Sasuke, he's on my list now. He never used to be, but I don't know. Sasuke, um, I've liked Sasuke more in Boruto than I. That's have yeah. Been. I think that's what it is that sold it to me is. I like how they developed him into being like this other type of person. So I think that's why I really like him now is because he's just a whole different guy in Boruto. Yeah. Um, I never really had a problem with part one Sasuke. Part two or Shippuden Sasuke really annoyed me at times. Just because yeah, like his, he got so arrogant and he had such... All, most of his fights he was saved by plot armor dude the plot armor is insane for my man killer b whooped his ass like three times in the same fight and he's still then i will say he's got probably the coolest fights in the show though out of everybody if you think about it like deja versus sasuke was cool killer b versus the taco was cool like sasuke naruto uh Donzo, Donzo Sasuke was sick. Atachi, yeah. 
Yeah, and then all those fights, you got saved by plot armor because Itachi could have killed him. He wasn't dying all of a sudden. Like, oh, by the way, I'm dying, so you win this time. Uh, but, like, you're right. Sasuke had the best fights in terms of, like, watching him fight is always fun to watch because, like, he's so tactical and he's a very, he's a, he's a, he's a genius. So he, he does yeah. every move with a thought process behind it. Well, watching someone like Naruto fight, especially in the early days, like part one, it was just a, it was just frustrating to watch because he do the same shit over and over again. Or if he gets knocked down, he just gets back up, which is cool. Like I like the perseverance, but like Sasuke, he, he's the type of fighter where like I'm not going to have any wasted movements. Well, Naruto's like, well, I'm just gonna keep going until I die. Well, the thing with Sasuke is there's a variety. It's Shadow Clone Jutsu or Rasengan. You pick, brother. Or put them together. <laughs> and. You know, my other favorite character is Anuchiha as well. That's my boy Obito. That's probably uh, the, the Kakashi. Simpito? Yeah, Simpito. He's a cool-ass character. I, like, I think what really like set him apart for me was just like, I, I will say I was foolish and I didn't know it was him under the mask. But like learning that was just, it was a great experience. I actually spoiled it for myself because my friend Steve had like, the Ninja Storm 4 game. And I was only watching it in dub at the time because I was stupid. So, like, I didn't know who the masked man was. And we were playing the game, and I hover over the masked guy, Toby, and it said Obito Uchiha. And that's how I figured it out. I was like, bro, I can't believe I just spoiled that for myself. I was like, oh, my gosh. I remember when no one knew who he was yet, they, you know, people made rumors of, oh, it could be this character. My favorite um, prediction was the Ichiraku Ramen guy. Dude, what if it was? He was just an Uchiha this whole time. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think who I thought it would be. That was, I couldn't think of anybody, honestly. You think it was Madra? I thought it was Madra. I thought it was him for sure. I thought he, you know, since Orochimaru shows your reanimation, I was like, honestly, with the Akatsuki, because they kind of like, they showed you that half of them are immortal. Other half is like doing random shit. Like Orochimaru can't fucking die. Apparently, Hidon doesn't fucking die. Kakazu has five lives. Pain's not actually fucking pain. So like, I was like, well, shit, if they can all do that, I'm sure Madra found a way not to fucking die. Yeah, I mean, they wanted you to think it was Madara right off the bat, especially when you said, I am Madara. Like, before he claimed to be Madara, I tried really hard to make some sort of guess. Um, oh, yeah, there was one guess that it was actually Minato. He was Obito. But what happened with the Minato-Obito fight? The but that was before that fight was... That was before that fight was a thing. And then once that was a thing, then... Oh, that... Act that prediction was out the window. I mean, it could have just been an Uchiha, bro. It could have been Suishi. Yeah, but the thing with the the, the Sharingan was like Kakashi is a Sharingan. He's not an Uchiha. Danzo has a multiple Sharingan. He's not even an Uchiha. So, like, the idea of a, an Uchiha being um, Toby didn't really cross my mind that much. You know, and we should have put it together because they fucking they did the Kamui. And it's the same pattern from Kakashi to Toby. And I never put it together. I never looked at their eyes at the same time. Once I watched Ninja, uh, Kakashi Gaiden, you know, his origin story, then it was clear to me, oh, yeah, this is definitely Obito. Yeah, but it's, you know, 
it's just it's too late at the time. I, I will say that was probably the, one of the cleanest fights in the whole show. That was probably my top two, three fights in the whole show. Hey, which fight? Obito versus Kakashi. Oh, yeah, it was clean. It was clean choreography. To this day, my favorite fight of all time in the show was Naruto versus Sasuke part one. When they yeah. met, I honestly think it is like it was so revolutionary at the time because like the show yeah. never got yeah. to that sort of like it was more eye opening of like whoa like this show is real really serious now especially part one part one like part two like Shippuden like that shit is so over the top don't even start Boruto man they're fucking fighting aliens now but like the whole introduction like what the sh- fighting could be with that fight itself was like wh- why it resonated with me the most. And the animation was just perfect for at the at the yeah. time. This was they, in 2004, 2003, and it was written it powers up to today's standards. They killed it. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing I didn't like is how I, I don't know. I'm really picky about like realistic shit sometimes. And when Sasuke dive bombed Naruto's neck into the fucking ground, and then he went like this, and oh, yeah. I that's kind of like okay. Well, I don't know what the fuck yeah i honestly think naruto could have won that fight he just he, didn't held, back, dude. he held back it was very obvious because you know what he did at the end he tr- he just scratched his headband he just wanted to sh- he just naruto just wanted sasuke's ex- like uh respect he wanted yeah. to prove that he could he can at least cut his you know in the very in the earlier in that that art naruto and sasuke are fighting that rooftop and sasuke says you can't even put a scratch on my headband that's what Naruto wanted to do. Um, they did a good job on the show. I, they really did. Is it AOT? No, but it's, it's a good show. AOT has a be- has better storyline than Naruto. Naruto has too many plot holes. There's too much filler. Yeah, plot, there's the plot holes too. AOT, AOT is just a beautifully written story, man. That's really what it comes down to. It's, you really got to pay attention because I've been lost lots of times on that show. The only time I really got lost was season three, part one. That's where I was like, whoa, whoa I got to rewatch this. That was like with the King Royce and all that shit. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on now. I thought I did. I have no idea. That was a, that was a weird arc. That was a weird arc. Um, Was this the arc before um, they discovered they're on an island? It was before that. Okay, yeah. Once I found out there was a there was worlds outside of their own world, that's why I got confused. I'm like, is this the same shit anymore? Bro, I swear it was the hall it was the Holocaust, dude. I swear that's what it was referenced. That's what I thought at first. Like how they gave them armbands and stuff and treated them kind of like Jewish people on the island. I was like Yo, is this like a German reference or what? I kind of thought that when I was watching the new the season finale, because um, even their names were kind of German sounding. Easy, cheap. I'm just talking about names. The names of the As, the, Mar- the Marleys, mm-hmm. other called right? Yeah, Marlanes. Marlanes, and then the Jews, or at least the reference of it, are the uh, Eldians. Um. Yeah, well, overall, like watching the first episode and then watching the end, it's like this played out pretty well and better than I expected based on when I read the ending. I think you'll like it. So you have to let me know when you watch it so I don't have to ruin it for you. 
I appreciate it. I will say I, one thing I from season four that I kind of was like, uh, they should have done a little bit better with was like more screen time for the Warhammer tie-in, I think would have been cool. Oh yeah. That, that's a, that's a very OP like power. And yeah. She, and they kind of like, wasn't in it. It felt kind of rushed. I mean, like it was cool. I think they still did it really well, like how it turned out. But I was just like, man, I just finally learned what this is. And then Aaron claps her shit and now he has it. And it's like, well, actually he cheated because he needed help because he was about to lose the wands. Yeah. Um, speak, speaking of a uh, Warhammer Titan, uh, you know who's uh, my anime crush on that show? I know it's not Mikasa. No. Probably um, dead ass Sasha. No. Ymir. No, she is alive. Historia. And she's one of the Titans. Nah, bro, get the out of here. Annie. No, 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 not her. There's the other one. Ooh. Peck. Oh yeah, yeah. The cart Titan. Yeah, you guys look alike. That makes sense. Always tired. That's for sure. <laughs> oh man i can't wait to watch that this weekend i'm excited oh yeah. um yeah you're, you're going to facetime you watching it like the time that i asked you to facetime the uh the mike tyson fight because i didn't want to pay for it i, I got you, you remember that yeah <laughs> I, I didn't want to i didn't have crack stream or something so i made you facetime your crack we paid for it dude Oh, that's what it was. Like, yeah, you paid for the Mike Tyson fight. Who was it against? I forget. Uh, it was because it was Jake versus. Oh, you're my gosh. The, you're, you're thinking of uh, the I mean, Jake. No, Jake was in the card as well. Oh, that's right. But it was Tyson versus some other old ass dude that used to box all the time. I'm trying to remember his name. I forget. But uh, yeah, I. You're going to have to FaceTime me when you're watching the, sh yeah, the movie or the final episode. I'll FaceTime you right when it ends. You'll probably be bawling like a little baby. I will be crying because I'd spent so much time. It's like a 10-year show. I, I still remember the first time I watched it. It was in my dorm room freshman year of college. Do, do, do. Yeah. All right, I need to eat this pot pie that's been sitting out for like 30 minutes. We'll get it. Um, so I'm going to let you go. So thank you, Todd, for joining joining me today for the Comeback Sports Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 7. And thank you for the listeners um, that stick around to watch us uh, talk about sports and a little anime. So if you haven't yet, make sure you like, subscribe, and share this video with a friend. Um, Todd, any closing thoughts before we close it off? Take care, San Diego. Take care. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care.